As a disclaimer, the topics discussed in this podcast episode will contain conversations revolving around mental health. Please note this is not professional treatment or professional advice. If you are having a mental health crisis, please seek emergency assistance by calling 911 or contact the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 800-273-8255. And with that, I hope you guys enjoy today's podcast episode. Welcome back for season two of Mindful Minutes. It's definitely been a while, but I'm optimistic to say that we're back and should be able to release this season without much trouble. To start off the season, which will be focusing on school systems, I decided to do another spin-off from season one, episode one. This time I organized the responses a little better, and the question I asked my peers was what is something our teachers or schools can do to better support students' mental health. I wish for less busy work and more meaningful work. Lessen homework amounts so we have more time for ourselves and to sleep. Definitely less useless homework. Be considerate with the amount of work they give. Not stress me out with so much work. Now that we're assigned busy work because it really takes the fun out of learning. Be more welcoming and positive about teaching. Be more engaging with the way they teach, like making it seem more than just something they have to do. If anything, maybe for teachers to try interacting with students more and getting to know them. To be a teacher and mentor rather than just an instructor. Stop having such high expectations and to... Not blame the class for a low test average. To not have a big ego and think their students are in the wrong for not understanding what they're being taught. If a, a if an assessment is coming up and it's clear that students aren't going to do well or they're pretty sure they're going to fail or just making it clear that they're not understanding it, that teachers, if they're able to, should take the extra time move the assessment back and just to like make sure that the students are actually learning what they're supposed to be taught show that they're really here to support us in learning and just here for us in general and um to stop invalidating my questions or my interpretations be more lenient on mistakes that students make i think teachers should really Make sure their students are aware that they can come to them for additional help if they need it and to not make it seem like an annoyance if students take longer to learn a subject. Encourage us that failing is okay and it's not the end of the world if we do. And give more real life advice. I think just emphasizing that the grades we get back from tests or quizzes aren't directly correlated, aren't always directly correlated with our level of intelligence. Well, it would be helpful if they came up with some sort of activity to relieve stress that everyone would like. They should be aware that everyone may have something personal going on. Uh, 
let students continue sleeping if you see them fall in class because I think a lot of the time we don't do it on purpose but more like our body's really trying to um like accommodate for maybe lack of sleep or stress or something to take us seriously when we voice a problem to them and not brush it aside schools and teachers should be consistently asking their students for feedback on either the way they're teaching or the way they run um like a classroom or just like feedback for like different parts of the school i guess and to actually make it obvious that the responses that students are giving to them are being taken into account or i think just showing up and following through to educate uh students about it and also like parents and staff members and also encourage um a safe and a safe environment um to address mental health issues uh teachers can also um be mindful and talk about how like stress um due to like loads of homework or like studying can um, deteriorate students from their mental health and um, just basically address the problem. Listening back on these, I think a major theme I'm seeing with the responses is students wanting schools and teachers to just show that they're here to support their students and to prove it through their actions of being mindful to students and what they're saying as well as acting as a friend on top of being a teacher. For the next few minutes, I'll be reading responses straight from the internet from government and organization websites I found relating to some ways that, again, how can teachers and schools better support student mental health. All the works will be cited in the outline. From mentalhealth.gov, we have Promote social and emotional competency and build resilience, help ensure access to school-based mental health supports, and to promote the services so students know what the school does provide and what's available to them. From unicef.org, we have Seek Suggestions from Children on How to Create a Welcoming, Safe, and Comfortable Classroom. Model Good Coping Behaviors for Students. Be Calm, Honest, and Caring. Specifically for teachers, take care of yourself and know your limits. Teaching can be an extremely stressful profession. Make sure to protect your own physical and mental health, as this will also ensure you're putting the best foot forward for students too. Education.vic.gov mentions that a key feature in promoting mental health and well-being is a whole school approach, which involves everyone including school leaders, teachers, staff, and parents, to embed a safe and inclusive learning culture and environment, as well as building staff capacity to promote and protect mental health. And when school staff, leaders, teachers, and educators are given the resources and tools to promote and model behaviors, values, and inclusivity, this improves teacher-student relationships and build inclusive and safe school communities to support everyone's well-being and improved learning outcomes. At an organizational level, schools can foster a friendly, respectful, and inclusive environment, implement a positive approach to behavior management, 
establish proactive policies addressing well-being and inclusion, foster strong partnerships with students, parents, carers, community, and service providers. At a pedagogical level, meaning relating to teaching, so like in classrooms, schools can provide a comprehensive well-being education program, explicitly develop personal and social capabilities. At a relational level, schools can promote positive and supportive teacher-student relationships and peer-to-peer relationships, use positive approaches to manage student behavior, including fostering a range of strategies to prevent and respond to bullying. Notice and intervene when students experience problems related to learning or well-being. And that's the end of our first episode of Season 2. Listening to multiple responses from fellow classmates and peers, from the idea of busy work to sleeping in class, these responses can seem very surface level. However, these are genuine responses I got from peers, so they're still valid. We dive further into some of these topics in the other episodes in this season, so stay tuned for those. And like always, thank you so much for listening. As a reminder, episodes will be uploaded twice a week on Sundays and Wednesdays. Previous podcasts and podcast summaries can be found in the podcast descriptions, as well as Vietcare's Instagram, Facebook, and website. The English podcast summaries are translated into Vietnamese and Spanish. On our next podcast episode, we will be talking about student support teams. Our featured guest will be one who provides support to students who are seeking mental health services. Do you think you can take a wild guess on who the profession is? Here's a sneak peek. If I'm the one, like, uh, what's the word? Like, if I'm the one scheduling the times in which I meet with a student regularly, Mm -hmm. then I have to call and get parent permission to meet with them. If a student just happens to come in my office, you know what I mean? During a certain time, I can meet with them and I don't have to have parent permission. So it really kind of just depends on the situation and what students feel comfortable with. But basically, there's kind of a a way we can, at the end of the day, we just want students to feel good and be able to get the services that they need, right? I mean, that's the goal at the end of the day. Tune in next time to find out if you can start.